Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And I don't know if you saw my presentation today on AI in the workplace, the new numbers are staggering. Oh, my Amazon came out today with some stuff that just floored me, and I went and did some research. It's much farther along than I thought. So let me tell you something right now. I'm just going to straight up be as honest as I can. If you leave your money in the bank the way this economy is going and what's going to happen to the job market, retail is going to go in the toilet. Hey, I'm warning you right now, you're going to have a 1929 moment. Okay, and I've been talking about the fact that I just did a deal with Noble Gold. And it's not like I got money to throw around, but I ain't got money to lose in the bank either. And so let me send you a free information packet. Just go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And don't let these people line up to steal from you. Noble Gold can work with you on real alternatives, ones that I've been using for five years. Oh, I cannot believe how bad things are getting. It just it just never, never ends. But I wanted to take a different tack tonight. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about quantum physics. Now, a lot of you know I got a psychology background, got two advanced degrees, and I've taught research and stat. You've heard me talk about that because it comes into play with what I do. Uh, undergrad, history, right, sociology, But my hobby, what I really love to investigate is quantum physics. And I really kind of developed that with regard to human consciousness. I remember when I came across the, um, for lack of a better term, the ESP experiments. And I said, well, okay, these people are defying the laws of probability. That's all we can say because we don't know what the powers are. And I just said, what could possibly explain this? The human mind cannot be like a computer and do what we're seeing. And so I went and researched it, and I found that uh, our consciousness is more like a quantum computer. And you're saying, whoa. Yes, it is. It's multidimensional. And I'm not going to get so far off in the weeds in that end of it, but I want to talk to you a little bit about the quantum principles that are coming into play. And they're going to come into play in a very big way. And we could have a number of discussions about this and never really run out of things to talk about. Michio Kaku recently addressed this. He talked about quantum computing and AI, and he thought AI would master quantum computing, and this is how they'd enslave us and get rid of us. And I think he might be right. Um, Do you know that a quantum computer can do calculations that would take a regular computer that we have a thousand years to complete? It's absolutely incredible. 
but I'd like to talk to you about the principle of quantum entanglement. Excuse me. And I don't know if you've ever known what quantum entanglement was. This is really, really interesting. Let's take one big Petri dish. Let's put a clump of cells in there coming from the same source. And then let's divide those cells into two different containers. We'll leave one here in the United States, and we'll move another one to, say, India. And then we'll open them both up, and we'll take an electronic beam, and we'll beam it. Usually they use Earth's resonance frequency, which is 7 point something, and they'll beam it at the first set of cells. And they start to excite, move around, and they find the cells on the other side of the planet do the same thing. Yes, that's correct. And this has been done over and over and over. Um, I first saw this discussed on Ted Koppel's old Nightline show, an ABC show. And he had on physicists that talked about this. And I thought, wow, how interesting. And I wasn't really ready to hear it yet. But a couple years later, I'll be into this like anything. And so I've studied all these things. And um, uh, it explains a lot. Did you know that the U.N., has weather wars, treaties. Did you know that? There are weather wars, treaties between countries. Well, we won't do that to you if you don't do it to us. Doesn't mean they can't do it to us. U.S. Code 50, Section 32, now outdated, former. You can look it up. It's still on the net. Uh, The U.S. government gave themselves the permission to experiment on us. So they got in trouble for MKUltra and all that stuff. So they just said, well, Back in the 90s, we don't want to go through that again. We got got butts handed to us. The public found out we were doing bad things. So, and here's the only restriction they had on this. They can do anything they want to in experiments, so long as they notify a local official, but the local official remained unnamed. How convenient. They could call and say, hey, is this the dog catcher? Yeah, well, we're not missing a dog, but we're going to be doing an experiment and we're going to be kind of unleashing electromagnetic waves on people. And, oh, cool, dude. Seriously. So you don't know when you're being manipulated. You truly don't. And the quantum model really gets into a lot of things. Now, I'm going to shift gears for a second. How many of you were aware that Teleportation experiments have already been done, not with humans as far as I know, as far as I know. But with inanimate objects, there have been scientific papers published on this. The most famous one, I think, was in 2011, and it was Leipzig, Germany. And it was really one of the first of its kind. They started with an object here. They rotated it. You have to have like an oscillatory effect. And then they used a certain frequency and the object appeared on the other side of a long laboratory, a distance of about 80 feet. And it was there, but at the same time it was here. The object bilocated. It was in two places at once for a moment. Then this disappeared and this appeared here. Hence we had teleportation with an object intact and absolutely no damage to the object. I am leading somewhere. I'm just giving you some basic theory. 
the farthest I could find that teleportation's ever been done, and this is in the public arena, you know, who knows what they've done in the intelligence communities, right, or with Raytheon or with um, um, any of these groups, but they've teleported up to 10 miles. And you know they've done at least animals. Now, the thinking was, when I first learned about this, we probably could never teleport a human because to disassemble the molecules, which is what you're doing, you'd actually kill the person, then you'd reassemble, well, would they come back to life? That was the hesitation. I don't know if that's an accurate way to look at it. And I suspect they probably have found a way around it because I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, Dave, (laughs) yeah, you don't think they teleport people? Um, Stargates are real. I've been told this by a number of people. I'm still skeptical. You know, believe it when I see it. Okay. Um, Now, Michel Kaku said this is fifth dimensional property. So did Einstein. The Einstein-Rosen bridge theory comes out of fifth dimensional concepts. Uh, Kaku developed his uh, quantum physics model out to 26 dimensions, and he proved they exist through mathematical formulas. And in fact, a nuclear explosion involves some of this. They draw energy from other dimensions. This is really important that you stay with me on this, because I'm going somewhere that's going to make you sit back and go, holy, yeah, okay? And like I said, this is a different presentation than I'm normally making. But we are going to come back and talk about the demonic bastards that are satanic that think they have the right to tell us how to live and run the planet and wreck the planet and wreck our lives in the process, reduce human population. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, now, I'm going to go to another direction for a moment. Um, Nick Begich, 1997, he wrote a book called Angels Don't Play This Harp, H-A-A-R-P. And many of you have heard of Project Harp. It's a crude example of this technology, but I'm going to walk through Nick's work for a minute, and then I'm going to come back and kind of pull it all together to come to one holy crap conclusion. But Nick said, you can move weather patterns. All you have to do is electrically excite the ionosphere, and you can nudge it over. And what was high pressure now can become low pressure. If you move a high pressure area, Nature hates a vacuum. Here comes the low pressure and vice versa. Could you induce droughts? Oh, yes, you could. In fact, Air Force owning the weather. I bet some of you have heard of this, right? I was lucky enough, and I can't divulge how, but I published this before it became publicly available through a leak. I had a leak before the leak. Fortunately, it was not classified, so they can't kick in my door legally and take me to jail. Of course, that's not stopping them from jailing Owen Schroyer for simply questioning an election and saying death to tyranny. That's all he's done, and he's going to prison for that. So anyway, I just wanted to make sure I clarified that to minimize my chances of having my door kicked in by an FBI SWAT team at 2 a.m. like they've done so many people here recently. So anyway, um, let's talk about this these concepts here in a little more detail. What we know about moving weather, it's it's simple. It's just ionosphere. And this is the first grade level. Can they affect human emotions? Absolutely. 
Um, Jose Delgado, the videotape is on YouTube. Delgado, Jose Delgado, Spanish physiologist, 1961, fought a bull. Come on, come on, come on. But he didn't have a cape. He had a transmitter. And when the bull charged him, he pressed the device. It emitted a frequency. It basically calmed the bull down by basically exciting the limbic system and the emotional center of the brain. And the bull got very calm and just veered off course and calmly walked away. Well, Yale brought him to work. Uh, So they moved him from Spain to Yale. He did four years of, had good luck with epilepsy. Uh, Would turn, I actually used to show this video to my students. He'd turn a raging cat into a ball of fury and then make it calm again. So, whoa, can really do that? Yes, all with frequency manipulation. So could Project Harp do that to you? Yes. They can also move fault lines, electrically stimulate. And you're saying, I bet I know what that is. You can maybe excite an earthquake. Yes. Air Force owning the weather, 2025. I had the document. I published it. It was on the website. It had all the patents for doing this. Nick Begich, for when he did uh, Project Harp, he had all the patents for that in his book, Angels Don't Play This Harp. This technology is real, people, and a lot of people don't want to believe it, but it's real. And the more I looked into this, I looked at it as a passing fancy because I was fascinated with consciousness. How is it that some people can sit down at a slot machine that pays the house 5 to 10% more than it pays the person? That's usually your margin of error on those bandits where you pull the lever, 777, ding, 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 here comes your money. But there are some people that can do this beyond the laws of chance. Also, choosing a deck of cards, not quite the same power, but the same principle. You have 52 cards, and you say, okay, you're going to guess each card, and you reshuffle after each trial so the person can't keep track, count cards, and eliminate the one they just saw. So it has equal chance. So you have a 1 in 52 chance, right? So if you go through an entire deck, theoretically, you're around 1.82% chance. You know, two two cards is what you're going to get. Well, there are some people, and it's actually just about 2% of the population, that are way above the average, and they are consistently so. Now, we can't say what that power is because we don't know, because probably it's a fifth-dimensional property, and we're measuring with three-dimensional science. So, you know, that's not, <laughs> you know, be like trying to chart a course to the galaxy with a sextant, right? Be a little outdated. Well, the same thing is true here. But there are people who can do this. But what they also found in these, this is what got my attention on these experiments. There are some people that sit down in a slot machine, and that 5 to 10% payoff, they're winning 10 to 12% of the time. They have flipped the odds by about 20%. So what we can say is, statistically, something is happening here against the laws of probability, and you can actually run what they call T-tests for independent means and carry this out, and you can say, gee, we've run enough trials here. This person can consistently do this. And it's about 2% of our population. And we think it's the same power as you haven't thought about, oh, what's his name for 20 years. You had no reason to be thinking about him. And the phone rings and you know who it is. You've had that happen, right? There's no way you should have known. No, it's just too weird. But it happens. And so 
you know, we see this in the Bible. Jesus was a quantum physicist. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time exemplifier he walked on water he turned bread or stone into bread he turned water into wine only if i could have done that at frat parties right but nonetheless jesus mastered all this and he said this i do and you can do more so a lot of people like say, oh, that's demonic, Dave. You need to get away from that. Are you playing with Ouija boards these days? And no. No, I would not do that. That it wouldn't be wise. But this is very, very biblical in its origin. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of practical applications here. I, had, I did an interview with uh, Jamie Walden. And we talked about the Middle East conflict. Former platoon sergeant, first guys into Baghdad and the Iraq War, and uh, really, really brave guy, intelligent, been first responder, been a policeman, now he's a pastor. And he believes that this war that's coming in the Middle East will be the great deception. And we talked about how the deception will occur. And he said, well, Dave, being a little limited nuclear 
but it won't destroy the planet, won't kill most people. And he said, and someone's going to emerge who's going to bring peace. And I said, oh, yes, Mr. AC, the Antichrist. Yes. And he said he's going to have help from technology. And I said, let me guess, AI quantum physics. Make it look like, oh, gee, there's an alien invasion out there. This is Project Bluebeam. And I, and, he, and I said, and you think this is the deception, not really the end times they're going to be trying to tell everybody about. And he said, yes, that's what I believe. And the more I looked at it, the more I said, I think you might be right, Jamie. And I do believe that we're going to see a Project Bluebeam deception. And they're going to use quantum physics to do it. And uh, I, I think that we'll be living in the great deception age. Now, this will just be the first part of the tribulation. Remember, three and a half years, right? Tribulation. Uh, war is going to happen. We pull the brink back. And, of course, this guy has to have a mortal wound. And he magically recovers from it. And this is what we know from the Bible. But then he'll establish peace. And people go, hooray, hooray. And the Bible says, even the elect can be fooled, meaning believers in Christ can be fooled. And I think we could be living this very quickly. The third temple is a very important part of this. Okay, so I'm just kind of setting revelations in place. But let's go a little further here. If we are in the last days, and I can't say for sure we are, because the Bible is very clear. You shall not know the hour of the day or the return of the Lord, right? We don't know when the second coming is. And for good reason. We're not supposed to know. We're supposed to keep doing and live in faith and doing what we should be doing and standing up to evil and so forth. I mean, so no, we shouldn't know because then we could just take the afternoon off and just say, come on back, Jesus, I'm done. That's not what the Lord wants. So we don't know when this happens. But we know the whole period, if this is the time we're in, is seven years. And at the end of seven years, we have something called Judgment Day. Now, this is where I'm going to pull everything together. Okay, no, I'm not going to do flat earth. Sorry, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there. Okay, let's see. I can see the. Okay, never mind. I'm just not going to go there. All right, now here's the deal. We are looking at a situation here where people will be deceived because of quantum physics. Things will look real. We'll have energy weapons. We'll have all, all these things. Gee, they're killing people on the earth, and magically this war ends, and people will witness it, and they'll watch it on TV, and yeah, but it'll be the great deception. I really believe that. Then we'll have the total of three and a half years of good, three and a half years of hell, and then Jesus comes. Now, here's a question to know. This is where we pull in the physics, and this is where I have to talk to you about quantum entanglement. If you look at the image I have for quantum entanglement here, you have ascending source or receiving source. The Petri dish. And the Petri dish with the same clump of cells originally that were separated on the other side. By the way, they did these horrible experiments they talked about on Nightline, and I read about them later. Um, it was terrible. Mother rabbit gives birth to baby rabbit. You're not going to like this. I don't like this either, but let's learn from the science. And they took the uh, babies away from the mother, monitored it for signs of stress, right? And then they would, on a random interval basis, put these baby rabbits to death. They'd euthanize them one at a time. 
And every time they did, and no matter how many times they did the experiment, the mother rabbit would have a stress reaction that was severe when one of its offspring was euthanized in a remote location. Now remember, placenta, uterus, right, birth, once a whole, right? And by the way, one of the theories about how things like extrasensory perception can work and we know things we shouldn't be able to know is because if God did use the Big Bang method to start the universe, and he's God, he uses, he invents science, right? People say, oh, that's science, Dave, that's not God. Well, who do you think invented science? Science is trying to catch up to God. Got a long way to go. But let's say the quantum model goes back into the Big Bang theory. And this is what the Lord used. What were we one quantum second before the Big Bang? One solid mass. And what happened? But with the Petri dish, we're still connected, right? That's quantum entanglement. Now, there's also quantum entanglement with weather. You excite a weather pattern here, and you use oscillation that opens up a vortex. And if you wanted to direct that pattern over here, okay, the vortex, then you excite with the same frequency the weather pattern over here, and this moves to here. And it's one of the theories behind how weather manipulation works in the modern era that gets beyond the simple, let's move the ionosphere and the old Project Heart model, which people say we're way, 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 way beyond that. And I believe we are. And this gets into a whole lot of possibilities, doesn't it? (laughs) Hurricane Katrina, go back and track that. Look at how that moved. It's available. YouTube has videos on some of this. And they go through the abnormal tracking on there. I'm just giving you a scientific to show you what might have been possible. But let's go to another element here. Do you remember in that first teleportation experiment I told you about in Leipzig, Germany? You had object teleported to here, but they were both present momentarily. And then this one fades out. That's time dilation. By location, time dilation. I had this discussion with a doctor. She's very well known, can't mention her here. And she uh, asked me what I thought about this. She goes, what do you think about time dilation? And you might be able to avoid a day you wanted to avoid by encompassing yourself in this quantum field. And I said, well, doctor, we've already done that. I've had this discussion now for several years. And I explained to her what I know, and she goes, oh, God, I thought I invented this. I said, well, I didn't invent it. Kind of arrived at it by talking to people who teach quantum physics. So have you ever asked yourself the question, how is it that some of these people can be so damn evil and they don't recognize there's going to be a day of judgment? I mean, the reality is this, right? If you're um, a friend of Jesus, the world hates you and wants to deal with you, and they will during the tribulation. If you're a friend of Jesus, right, it's going to be tough here. But what if you're a friend of the world? 
things go pretty well for you. You get your ESG rating. Uh, you get to go to meetings at the World Economic Forum. You get special privilege. You get to enforce policies on the planet that you'll never have to live by. Right? But then there comes Judgment Day. Then there comes Judgment Day. The Lake of Fire. Okay? Revelations. I've become fascinated with it recently. I didn't want to believe we were in the end days, and now I'm afraid we might be. So I've made it. Uh, and even um, Mark Driscoll, pastor at Trinity Church here in Scottsdale, is doing a whole series on this. Fascinating. It's fascinating. His stuff is all online. Mark Driscoll, Trinity Church, Scottsdale. You can look it up and look at some of his uh, sermons. Fascinating stuff. But here's where quantum physics comes in to Judgment Day. There are those people out there that I've talked to, and they're almost afraid to come out and talk about it. I thought, well, obviously I'm not. I'm talking about it here. But there are some people that would really rather I not say this to you. And I'm just giving you speculative science based on my limited knowledge of quantum physics. Actually, I think I know quite a bit, but I don't have a degree in it and so forth and so on. And I have degrees and other stuff I can say, yeah, well, I know about this. But on this area, I have worked very hard in this area going on 30 years now, and it is a hobby, and it's a hobby I've diligently pursued. And one of the things that some of my acquaintances believe is that these evil people think that they can escape Judgment Day by creating the quantum field of time dilation, remember? By location. But in that by location, You've got time displacement. You've got time dilation. And this was part of the Philadelphia experiment. A lot of you don't know this. My dad actually found this out, and he did some pretty high-level stuff with the Navy. In fact, he was um, on the carrier Roosevelt, and he was in charge of rewiring the Combat Information Center to accept the first nuclear weapons on the first ship in the Navy. And um, so he got, was privileged to learn some of this stuff, and he actually taught some quantum physics stuff. Listen to this, in, from 1957 to 1962. Actually, he did it before he retired, too. So, um, And he was doing it um, in a base later on after he retired where I was born. So um, I know a little bit about this because I had a head start with my dad. And he was telling me stuff. He says, but don't, son, don't go into your science class and say this. They'll think you're a complete moron. Okay, Dad. I got in trouble in sixth grade for saying that we knew the Japanese were going to bomb Pearl Harbor, and that's why the carriers were gone. Principal calls my dad. How the hell are your son saying this? And you're a Navy guy. Okay, okay, I'll talk to him. We all know now that was true, right? Okay, the indiscretion of 11-year-old. All right, let's get right to the point here. So the bad guys are there in its judgment day. Can they use time dilation to be somewhere else other than where the event is taking place? Some of these people actually believe this. I'm talking the evil ones. I hear them talk sometimes. and They'll say things like this. Well, you know, if we're ever held accountable for our views, we have ways of getting around it. This is what they're talking about. I think it's going to fail. In fact, I don't think it's going to fail. I know it's going to fail. Who invented science? God. 
So they think they're going to use an element of science to displace a time event that probably is going to be multidimensional and trans basically extend over all time. In fact, I'd venture to say when the end day comes, there will be no time. It's forever. So why would you need to keep track of time? Exactly. You wouldn't need to. Unless maybe God lets you take your speed up to heaven. You can time yourself on the 100-yard meter dash. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. But other than that, we're not going to keep track of time. God will just laugh these people right into the lake of fire, is my opinion. I have a, uh, by the way, thank you for mentioning Tom Horn. Tom Horn. Tom Horn had a heart attack, and uh, I've had I've interviewed Tom Horn a couple times, and his organization Skywatch, uh, which I'm friends with a lot of people there, and people like L.A. Marzuli and all these guys that have been on my show, love these guys, love them. They're all great people, and Tom Horn's like at the he sits at the head of the table, and let's pray for Tom. Seriously, please pray, pray for Tom. Leland, thank you for saying that. Um, Okay, now, that's my notion about Judgment Day. That's where I think it's all headed. And I think these people think that they can be impervious. And I'm talking about the big organizers. You know, your average senator and congressman, and we know now from Project Veritas, (laughs) you can bribe these guys for $10,000. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. No, that was the BlackRock guy that said that, wasn't it, right? Caught by Project Veritas. Yeah, and, and these guys go cheap. They're cheap prostitutes. They, um, no, they're not the big guys. I'm talking the really big guys, the people who really run this planet the ones who you probably never hear their names. Yeah, they're not escaping anything. I have a theory, too, before I let you go. Would you be interested to hear a theory about why some people are so anti-human and evil? And guys, it's only in, it's only a theory. It's only a theory. All right. What happened in Genesis 6? Well, let me tell the story through my friend. I've interviewed this guy many times, and I've been friends with him now for, gosh, 32 years. He used to be in the NSA, and they wanted he and five other NSA slash Army people that were in NATO in Germany at the time, uh, 1988. They wanted them to use Ouija boards and other occultic devices to summon demonic spirits to help advance science. Because that's what the Nazis did. They didn't want to do this. They taught them remote viewing and they tested them for psychic ability and so forth. And the ones who scored high, they ended up in these positions and they didn't know what they were going to do until they were asked to do it. And they go, hell no, we're not doing this. And they said, well, you'll get court martial, disobeying a direct order. 
they took off. <laughs> they took off. They ran. They all got back to the United States, and they were all captured one at a time. And Vance has talked about his experience. He was put in solitary confinement, thought he was a dead man, said, yeah, who knows what's going to happen to me, but they're probably going to kill me uh, to keep me quiet. But H.W. Uh, Bush, who was the president at the time, actually pardoned them all with, because they were afraid of discovery. If they had put them on military trial, and this is before they had the National Defense Authorization Act, which they probably would have killed them or just locked them away in a deep dungeon forever. But uh, that wasn't in place at that time. And so they said, well, we got to do something with them. Well, let's just cut them loose. And through presidential order, they got released. No charges. Right? They had honorably discharged, and they were out. And um, here's what they were taught, though, in their training. This is where I'm going to go with this. I think you'll find this interesting. They were taught the good guys and bad guys fought out in the cosmos a long time ago. And they're getting a secular version of Genesis 6. The bad guys lost and they were cast to earth as a punishment. I always wonder why the Lord did that to us. You know, I'm sure we'll find out when we get to the right location. But um, our lives would be considerably better without them. But they came here, remember, they took earth women as mates and so forth, and they bred, and mankind became so reprobate and evil. Pope, here comes the flood. Now, a lot of biblical scholars think that that DNA from the cast down fallen angels survived. And that we might actually be looking at two sets of humans on this planet, not really humans, but two sets of DNA. Yeah food for thought. Are these the people really behind the evil? Are these Satan's descendants from Genesis 6? Don't know if it's true. By the way, CERN works on quantum physics with oscillators, right? Creating quantum entanglement, the vortexes. Yeah, they do all those experiments. Um, I don't know. That's just a theory. But I will tell you what's not a theory quantum physics I'm telling you about with the quantum entanglement and it's really I think more than a theory that these evil ones think they can avoid judgment day through the use of time dilation someone mentioned Stargate you know I didn't realize it at the time and it took me a while to catch up I've watched every episode of Stargate and I did because they were bringing in Greek mythology and also Egyptian history that had such relevance to scientific concepts. And it took me a while to catch on to this. And then they were into things like time dilation, quantum entanglement. Whoever wrote that screenplay for the movie, and then that turned into the 10-year movie uh, TV series, they really understood history, and they understood quantum physics. And if you told me, Dave, people from the CIA wrote that, I would not doubt that for a second. I would not doubt that for a second. Yeah, that was really one of my favorite shows of all time, Stargate SG-1. Kind of went downhill a little bit after the main character left, but it was a great, great show. Anyway, I just thought you would find this to be a little interesting tonight. I thought you would enjoy something a little offbeat. I will tell you this, the quantum physics thing is real. The weather manipulation, is no question. The science, the, 
The patents are all published. We have airflow in the weather. Nick Begich had patents for it. Uh, it's not the stuff of science fiction. It's the stuff of science fact. And um, by the way, if you wonder why we don't have quantum physics, someday I'll come on here and, by the way, talk to you about my experience with Enron and Ken Lay and uh, people I was involved with, including my NSA friend, Vance Davis, I just mentioned. Um, yeah, we had dealings with Enron, and I'll talk to you about that. It was along this model. But here came Tesla, right? And Tesla was telling the industrialists at the time, Westinghouse and, you know, Carnegie and all these guys, hey, I got free energy. I can light up a house from anywhere and not use wires. And he demonstrated in 1899, he was in Carl Springs. He sent a current to the Capitol Hill area in Denver, 75 miles away, and lit the house up. Whoa. And he became the darling scientist of the elite. Until he told him he wanted to send the world free energy. Quantum model, of course. Well, they didn't want that because they wanted to put a meter on everything and make money. So they banished him. Sorry, can't come to our parties anymore. No, we can't donate to your science research. So the Navy grabbed him where he invented radar and sonar and the Philadelphia experiment. Same concept. What the Philadelphia experiment was, was a quantum experiment using entanglement. They would fire a soft projectile at the destroyer in question, and it would try to be somewhere other than where it was in both time and space. And then the shell would pass harmlessly through and not hit anything. Well, it didn't quite go according to the way they wanted. The ship performed okay, but the men rematerialized in weird forms. They were dead. Are they materialized inside of bulkheads? Yeah, it went horribly wrong for the humans. Freaked them out. And they said, well, we never did this again. My dad said otherwise. DARPA took this over and really worked on this. So this stuff has been with us. It truly has. Anyway, I'm hoping that, you know, you won't say I need to go see a psychiatrist tomorrow and you can't come back until I get a clean bill of mental health. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's kind of a break from the normal. But I will tell you this. There is science that's possessed by, and I won't say our government, but forces that are very powerful within this country and internationally, and we're capable of doing things that you see in the movies. And I often think sometimes the movies are kind of like the release of responsibility. We'll show you what's happening because there's an unwritten law in the universe that says we got to tell you what's going to happen before it does, if it's not good. So we'll show you in movies. And we see it all the time. If you want to see AI and martial law, which clearly could be coming right here, right now. Watch the first four or five episodes of the old TV show, Colony. And I believe it's on one of the streaming channels. Anyway, yeah, Kay said something really good here. I, If they don't make money, they don't want to do it. That's exactly right. But let me tell you, free energy exists. And sometime we'll come back here and I'll tell you about our experience with Enron and Ken Lay. And by the way, Ken Lay did not commit suicide. 
I don't want to say that too loud yet. But we'll have that discussion another time. So I hope you enjoyed this. If nothing else, we got to stretch our imagination. Now it's time for me to go back to being who I am. Someone is exposing the evil behind the people running our government. We'll see you back here next time. God bless. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.